Welcome to That's So Romantical. We are two sisters that love to discuss all the romantic things from books to movies and more. We just love talking about love. Hi, Heather. Hi, Amber. Um, it's been a bit that we've sat down and... It has been. I've podcasted. missed our podcasts. Yes. Well, I think I have to say I kind of needed a little bit of a respite from this because I kind of needed to recover from <laughs> reading the Kinder Poison series. I feel you. I haven't even written my review yet. <laughs> I finished that and we series. We finished it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, finished it a couple weeks ago. And I just needed that to marinate. I just needed to live in it and just be the forefront of my brain and not let any other like books or new characters just come and just you know, take over. I wanted them, and I just wanted to. You wanted them to live on a little bit I longer. Live on. I wasn't ready to let go. Yeah. I wasn't ready to let go. <laughs> so I took a break. I took a break from reading, and I I watched a few um, movies and TV shows that I hadn't watched before that kind of was on my list of wanting to to watch. But we're coming back to it, and. Um, I'm ready to talk about. You talk about it to finally <laughs> let them out, let them go, let them go. Maybe not let I them have... go. But no, oh gosh, they'll always be a part of you. Yes, um, but I have now moved on, and I've I've started reading again. So you haven't read. You haven't written your review, and mm -hmm. I, as soon as I finished, the sweetest betrayal, I wrote my review, and my review, I. There were so many thoughts in my head, so I kept it real simple, and I wrote perfection in capital letters, <laughs> and I said, I laughed, I cried, I panicked, I swooned, and that, I just, there was so much, and that was just most I could say, and to sum up all of my feelings on this, so I thought we could talk about, if you had any of those same emotions and feelings, and we could talk about this. I think this will be spoilers. I don't know if we can truly, I don't like dancing around things. I just want to get to the nitty gritty and mm -hmm. say, this is what happened with, and this is why I cried. With our conversations, we can never eliminate spoilers. It just <sighs> happens that we delve in and we uncover things. So <clears throat> if you haven't read the books, go read them. They're excellent. By, they're by Natalie May. And the first book is Kinder Poison. And second book was... The Cruelest Mercy. The Cruelest Mercy. Third book was The Sweetest Betrayal. So we're going to talk about, I think mostly we're going to focus on Sweetest Betrayal, The Sweetest Betrayal. Yes. Um, so yeah, talk to me about some of these emotions that you had. Okay. So yeah, these four emotions. The first one I said I laughed and I don't have a quote from The Sweetest Betrayal where I made me laugh, but I talked about before in the story, in the other books, there were parts that made me chuckle and smile. And I know that that happened in this book. This book did have a lot happening. There were some heavy emotions. She's able to kind of bring in some lighthearted lines and stuff. But I was wondering, did you, did you laugh at all? No, I did. And actually, one? I did um, highlight some of those points in the book. And if you want me to, I can share you, share with you those points yeah. that I liked. Okay, yeah. so one of them, was I and I can't remember if she, I think she's probably talking with um Cassidy. yeah she says we need to have a meeting I mean another meeting I mean this was also a meeting a very serious very important meeting 
which is what made me realize we need another one. And so she's so she's this ruler of this kingdom, and yet she's still a teenage girl. And I love that she, the author Natalie May, kept her a teenage girl because I've read books where these teenage girls are going and doing these, accomplishing these amazing things as if they've been raised as rulers their whole entire life. Where she's not perfect, you know she she's making mistakes. She's kind of stumbling through this leadership role and. She makes jokes along the way. Another one was, she's talking about Cassidy. She says, he's the villain, and he would explode this war if he was still in power, and I am absolutely not attracted to him or how he'd literally go after the gods for me because I'm a sane person and have to have people to protect. So I love how she sticks that that in there. I am not attracted to him. I am absolutely not attracted to him. Obviously, she was. And then there was another point where she was listing off the, the gods and goddesses, and she says... Tida, goddess of wisdom, who was probably praying for me. So oh, yeah, those were <clears throat> excuse me, those were some of the parts that made me chuckle, and I'm sure that there was more. Oh, oh, there was. She was talking to a girl. She says, or a, a girl says, "Are you the girl who almost set me on fire today?" And then she says, "That was unfortunate, but don't the best partnerships always start off a little questionably?" <laughs> so she's cute. Yeah, she has such a cute personality, and and I like that she you can hear that kind of that more younger voice of her and um, because she is young and she takes on a lot of stuff really quickly. And we should say in this book, she has now basically earned the position, the title of ruling the kingdom. And she basically knows nothing about that needs help from people to help her rule. And one of those people that she turns to is Casta who has been her rival i guess her rival slash love interest um there's definitely something um, between each other and he really is the best person for her in this situation and she luckily realizes that but has manipulated him in a few ways to put him by her side and so she works through that in this book and how they come to terms with all that they've been through yeah so those are some good laughs okay so here's the heavier emotions. Let's go to my, they're kind of like in chronological, chronological order. So I kind of, hmm. I swooned and then I panicked and then I cried. Okay. So I want to <laughs> know what made you swoon, what made you panic, what made you cry. And here's the thing. I don't cry a lot when I read books. Do you? Well, there's cry, cry where you have tears leaking out of your eyeballs <laughs> or there's like, tears welling but they don't fall um Mm -hmm. I do get tears welling but don't fall pretty frequently but I don't very often have tears like leaking down my face um but that has happened too yeah but no I I'm pretty stoic when I read like there's not a lot that makes me laugh out loud um or cry um or get super super angry I've heard of people reading books and they're like throw it chuck it across the room because they're so bad I've never thrown my book I've never thrown my kindle I wouldn't want to throw my Kindle. I, it's precious to me. I wouldn't want it to break. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't show emotion that often, but it does happen. I think I actually cried a few times in this, um, where the teary eyes, and then but then the ones where there was literally like tears, like leaking, dropping down my face. I've never like boohooed, like you know, sobbed or anything. Well, this one was a swoon. I'm sure you will know this part. So this, the swoon part for me was the part where they finally hook up 
<laughs> they finally are together and they kiss and they have a, a night together. I don't even know if they spend the night together, but they finally act on they all do. of their, their emotions. But I think it's done in such a good way. I think it really reflects their kind of love-hate, yeah. this tension between them dynamic, how she writes it. And so I just start, I jump in on the part where this says, do your worst. He presses me back against the table, climbing with me, his palms sliding up my thighs, scrunching the dress around my waist. An ink pot bites into my shoulder, and I nudge it aside. But I don't think this is hate. So I think they're talking about, she's like, you know, I hate you and all this stuff. And um, and he's basically, you know, she's challenging him or they're challenging each other. And, and so this kind of like sexual tension fighting that turns into them climbing on a table and kissing and dot 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 so yeah it did match their relationship really well i always love when they finally have like a good <laughs> a good kiss and a good hot a good hot scene that's like done and i think true to the character true to the taste of the book but there's one part where i i really a part that i really loved that was shortly before that so he creates these bracelets you know when he creates the bracelets for her they're supposed to be kind of like almost engagement bracelets right yeah. and he creates them for her as a kind of a ruse to other people as a protection but they think that might be just part of her um, bracelets for accessories but it has magic in it so he works really hard making these for her and i think it's significant that he's making something that you're supposed to give to someone that you love as a form of like we're engaged we're together and so I think to me, there was more to it. He, there was more in that feeling. So he's putting them on her, right? And do you remember that part? I do, but tell me, tell me more about it. <laughs> so, so she's, so he's putting them on her hands. You have to, they have to get real close because it kind of wraps around her wrist and goes up her, up her right. forearms and stuff. And she could say like, you worked really hard on this. You worked tirelessly on these. And he said, well, we had a deadline. And so she says, I slide my hand around his jaw and kiss his cheek. Thank you. His eyes sharpen. He takes in how close we are, how close my mouth is to his, and circles his fingers around the bracelet whose design I haven't protested at all. He turns his lips into my palm and fire snakes up my arm. Mean Elska, which means my queen. <laughs> and I, I just swooned. I thought that was just so um, tender and okay, romantic. Well, books get made into movie they definitely have to have that scene in <laughs> i love that scene that scene actually was right before that was before the scene that i wrote so right so i had like the swoon like oh so romantic and this one like oh my gosh yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good those were both really good scenes i enjoyed those too costa has a lot of really good moments and quotes where he's pretty much like putting his heart out there for her and yeah. um, I loved it. I was there yeah. for all of them. I wish in the um, previous books, we got epilogue from his point of view. I wish, part of me wishes that there's like little epilogues within or little scenes within where we could get his point of view. Well, especially because we've talked about the great character. We never really knew where he was at in these books. You know, we kind of were wondering, uh, is he true to what he's saying he's doing? Can we Can we trust him? you know, stuff like that. So um, this final book, you're realizing a lot of what he was doing was genuine. 
he actually did have like these uh, strong uh, romantic in a sense feelings for her. So I like that that's coming to fruition in our, in the story. The great character comes into a really good, um, really good light. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you do find out she, he confesses that he's, he's loved, loved her and he's loved her pretty much since book one, end of book one, when she trusted him <clears throat> in the caves. Yeah, yeah. This would be one of those books that'd be fun to go back and reread because with this new perspective, I mean, as I was reading it, I figured that that's, that's how it was. And at least that's what I like to imagine. So mm-hmm. as I was reading, I was kind of picturing him in love with her with all these things that he does. Um, but then to to hear him admit it. And it's also interesting to find out when he started loving her. So Yes, because I always wonder, when did, when did he know or when did she know that they loved that person? So it's cool to literally have him go back and say, yeah, I think I loved you from the first start when you tried to save me um, in the caves. Did you have any swoon or any? you know moments of that um, i i did i mean that one that was just talking about the when he admits when he started to love her you know when he admits that he loves her he kind of says it like how can you not know this sort of a thing like i'm in love with you hello you know get it through the thick skull type of a thing um and then he explains why and i always love it when authors do this because i feel like I feel like sometimes authors take for granted that the reader is just going to assume that these two characters are going to fall in love and have a happily ever after. Um, and so they don't expound, they don't talk about or show those little moments, the time, the, the little steps that they take on this path of love. And so I like that he, Costa sort of recounts all the times that were special to him, like in the caves and at his debut party and all the times when she trusted him you know things like that so um i i liked hearing him explain that the reasons why he loved her yeah i highlighted that one too all right so the part where i panicked (laughs) this is the big huge moment they're going to the queen of the other kingdom who's been battling them and they've been trying to fight off and they finally say they try to do like a sneak attack it doesn't work out so they're all caught into this moment of them all right where they're all together and casta do you say casta or costa how do you say it i think i said costa 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 okay yeah so she's so she's realizing like someone has to there's got to be a sacrifice right and she's thinking she'll be the one she'll be the one to sacrifice she'll sacrifice herself or something like that well, like the queen has her friends all captured and she says, if you don't sign this thing, then I'm going to kill one of, you know, one of your friends every minute or something. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was, but. Um, oh, right. If you don't sign this and I'm going to kill people. And so she, um, so she says, like, I understand, like, I have to be willing to sacrifice for my kingdom. She's like, but I'm not, well, I can't, I can't do it. I cannot sacrifice. Um, Casta, I will sign this to just to save to save his life because he means something to me. And so she goes ahead and signs it, but he ends up getting stabbed. Mm-hmm. There's a big fight, right? And he yeah. ends up getting he ends up getting what you think yeah. he ends up getting killed, right? 
So right. that's the part where I start like panicking because I'm my, my greatest fear when I read these books is that the person that I like is going to die. I know. <laughs> I know. Because authors do that. And I was just kind of panicking. Like he's, he's totally turned around. He's this good guy, you know, like he's sacrificing all this stuff for her so she can have the kingdom. And this great character becomes like this really a good one. And I think, Perfect. Yeah, of course he's going to die because that's just how things right. go. So I panicked. I was panicking and yeah. I thought that he was going to die. So, and then she thinks he's dying where she says, uh, and I think I panic and kind of cry at the same time. Like, <laughs> like a lot of emotions. And she says, you know, a sob builds in my chest. Don't you dare. Don't you dare let those be the last words we say. Still have something to tell you. I'm not going to, unless you live. And he mumbles something, and I bend closer. What? I say, I already know, he thinks. But even his voice in my head is weak, and I can already feel a part of me dying. So she's trying to say, like, I need to tell you that I love you. She never yeah. she never told him. But I love that part where he's, like, whispering, like, I know. And that part just made me cry because I thought he was <laughs> dying, and she never got a chance to say I love you. But he's trying to still like relieve her of that pain, saying, I know. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so Yeah, that was a, this was a tender <sighs> moment. That was a good scene. Panicky yeah. but tender. Yeah. Did you have any parts? Um, no, but I did like the very end. I mean, yeah, I panicked at that part too. But um I loved I liked just the very, very end. Endings are sometimes hard for me because I'm so sad that the book is coming <laughs> to an end. Especially one that I've enjoyed and loved so much. But I, I like the way that she ended this one. Oh, and so she's telling Costa that he he earned his God's mark because of the person that you are. That you actually were a really good person. That God's voice loved you. And, you know, that's that's her personality, right? She's always finding the positive and the good. And so um, she's trying to say that to him. But then he says no. <laughs> and she's like, what? but then he says it's you he says that this hope that you have this power to change people it's not that gods are magic Saru he smiles it has always been you oh that's good love that my last quote of the of the book is so he says tell me what you had to say what I had to stay alive to hear oh, yeah. and <laughs> and she says she looks at him and says that I would make a thousand more bad choices to keep you that I think I've loved you ever since we started spinning your future in the crossing tent, even when you were horrible, even when I was, because I always knew deep down that we could be. His grip flexes on my knee. You finally trust me then for all that I am? She says, yes. <laughs> but I love that. That's so sweet. I make a thousand bad choices, even when yeah. you were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was pretty terrible. Oh, uh, so, and I think that, some really good ending concluding quotes for those for that book so i thought it was just like i said perfection i really don't have any critical things to say about it i loved it so looking forward to reading more from natalie may i don't know what's on her what's in the horizon for her but i sure look forward to it yeah yeah agreed i thought it was a really good one i'm trying to get my daughter to read it she hasn't gotten through the first one i've asked her why i think she's she's having a hard time following along or something or or she didn't understand why in the first book she kissed him in the tent as she 
wasn't feeling that. I totally got it. I totally understood. But I think she's she was either wasn't paying attention. You know how sometimes you read, you're not really comprehending. I think maybe that's what's going on with her. So she's got to give it another try. Yeah. She's too pure of heart to understand why someone would manipulate and betray like that. <laughs> I know. Maybe I'm going to corrupt her by making her read this. Yes. Yeah. Actually, this book had a good message. I, you know, the, the message was that kindness is like a poison in that it, it works slowly, but it can change people. It affects people. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for passing through this, you know, these emotions and reliving these moments again before I, you know. I stirred you up. You can yes. be able to move on. Do you need to take another <laughs> day? Up. No, I think I'm, well, maybe I do need to take another day. I don't know. But anyway, it was a good yeah. one. Recommend it. So if you've read it, pass it on to other people. Let them read it to you. So Natalie May can keep doing some more good work out there. So, yep, okay. all right. Talk to you later. Okay, see ya. Bye. Bye.